How do we revolutionize cancer care? What innovations can solve global food scarcity? Can the next big leap in drug development come from a place you might not expect? These are the questions that drive us on New Wave, a podcast where curiosity meets life-changing science. In Nova Scotia, a new wave of pioneers are answering these questions, from reimagining how we treat the most daunting diseases to tackling the challenges of feeding a growing planet. Their stories are as inspiring as they are impactful. I'm Taylor McGilvery. Join me as we dive into these extraordinary narratives. We're not just talking about scientific breakthroughs. We're exploring how these advancements touch lives, reshape communities, and pave the way for a brighter future. Subscribe to New Wave on your favorite platform. Be part of a journey that takes you to the heart of innovation and shows how, in Nova Scotia, we're not just asking questions, we're finding answers. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hey, Brady, guess what? <laughs> what? Uh, we got a live show. When? It's happening next week. What? Wednesday, July 19th. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can buy tickets at Ticket Halifax. Go to tickethalifax.com or .ca or something. Just Google Turn Me On Podcast Live. It's also on Facebook. Yeah, you can find the event on Facebook. Uh, it's on our Instagram. Tickets are $20. Tickets are 20 bucks. It's on July 19th. It's a Wednesday night. Doors open at 7.30. Show is at 8. Cash only bar. Cash only bar. It's going to be a sweet time. Afterwards, we're going to go out for drinks. Have a good night. Uh, so grab a date. Bring them on down to the bus stop theater in Halifax, Nova Scotia. And uh, let's have a horny, sexy, uh, squirty night. Oh, nah, I don't know if the bus stop signed up for that. <laughs> oh, really? That's not... Well, they better Bring your mops bring- and your brooms. <laughs> oh, God. All right. Enjoy today's episode.
Hello, my love. Hey, baby. Is that the order we do it? No. Shit. Wait, let's try that again. Hi, baby. Hello, my love. Nailed it. Uh, <laughs> ready to talk They'd about some like, sex? like, what podcast am I listening to? This I'm, isn't what I meant to turn on. I know. I know. We had to, we really had to fix that. Mm-hmm. Um, you're back. Hi. You were gone for a week. Yeah. Felt like a long time. But you've also been gone a lot. So I really feel like we haven't sat in the same room for like a month. I mean, that's the, that really has been the, um, that's been our relationship yeah. since the start. I don't know if we ever said this, but like out of the, what have we been married? Five years? Yeah. Together for. M- married for five, together for like eight, eight. Nine? Yeah. No, eight, not nine. nine. Eight. eight. Yeah. Um, out of all of that time, almost half of that time, we've been uh, apart. Yeah. In different places. Yeah. I remember the day I asked you to marry me, a beautiful day on Muskoka, Lake Muskoka at 6 a.m. It was a wonderful day. We ate watermelon and jumped off a bridge. <laughs> uh, but uh, I remember that day, two weeks later, I went away for three months straight. Yeah. How and then crazy you came back and then you left again for another four weeks, five weeks. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. And now you're the one who's leaving all the yeah, time. Yeah. Well, no, but you, you know, you're zipping and bopping around. I do zip and bop. <laughs> I do that in my life. I do that in the bedroom. <laughs> all about the zipping and bopping. Zipping and bopping. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I do. I, I like to scat uh, sometimes <laughs> while in, in the middle of sex. And that's not the, not the kind of scat that they, uh, that they condone at, uh, at, uh, they, what's what's the uh, society of Aztec? Yeah, there's no scat play. At they don't they don't have showers. <laughs> no, I know, I know. You're not allowed to do that at Bastet. No, uh, do but that. you can do that at our house if you want. Uh, because Bridie's was... the only one that cleans the bathrooms. Skippity bops, boop 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 bop. Okay, uh, let's let's get into this week's episode. So, so here's a fucking weird thing. You were at, you were on PEI Bride. Yeah. For the I'm week, how was it? Was it a good time? It was so. Good. I'm on super heavy duty antibiotics for that pesky BV. Yeah. Um, and they are brutal. Mm-hmm. I don't know if anybody has told you that uh, having a strong um, army killing all of your bacteria will make you tired, achy, uh, a little depressed, maybe a little unreasonable. Yeah, all those um, things. Also, I just want to say, I just realized my mic was turned way the fuck up. I was like, why am I so goddamn loud? I know I'm loud. I'm really quiet in yeah, my own And I'm well. really loud. So a- anyway, sorry, go ahead. So that was happening while I was there. So I was pretty much laid up on the couch a lot. And I was spending a lot of time with my sister and a couple of her really best friends who all have young children and uh it was it it was uh really hilarious because they're all outstandingly funny but also very bleak oh really it wasn't it wasn't making you really want to have a kid real bad no no i mean (laughs) they were having the time of their lives because their kids were not there Ah, and uh yeah and they were they were they were you know excited to be alone and um you know, woman time, which I really appreciated as well. Yeah, so you had a lot of lady time yeah. over there. Yeah. Uh, I guess not a lot of sex happening over there. Definitely no. Uh, no. You, I wasn't there, and and Todd wasn't there. We can say Todd now. I love it. Um, okay, well, well, that's good. Well, today, so today, I got to pick you up. You you took the shuttle in the mm-hmm. the bus from yeah. PEI, 
And so I'm like, well, I got to go pick up my baby. So I walk out the door and sure enough, on the ground. Sure enough. Sure enough. On the ground, there's a bunch of paper. And here's the thing. When I say a bunch of paper, I mean like 10 to 12 sheets of paper. They are all upside down and they are strewn about. And I mean strewn so far about like from our house to about a city block. 200 and yeah, 200 meters down the road okay. strewn. Okay. And they're all upside down. So I look at this one that is right on our yard, right outside the door, and I pick it up. And of course, I look at it. It's page one of four. And it's page one of four, and it says... How to have incredible first-time sex. And I immediately think... Stalker. What, wait, <laughs> yeah, I'm like... I immediately think... Who oh my God, found my notes? Someone... <laughs> Yeah, I immediately think, who took my duotang and took everything out of it? <laughs> Where is the duotang? Uh, well, uh, so, so I'm like, what the fuck is this? So then I'm like, okay, I have to go, I have to go look at these other pages because I see pages all about the road. So I'm like, they must be connected somehow. So of course I start an Instagram story and I go on this like scavenger hunt. And the next page I pick up, page twelve of thirty. Twelve of thirty. Thirty pages. Printed. And what does this one say? 25 easy and sweet romantic ideas to make your lover melt. So either somebody is stalking us, they found where our house is, where our recording studio exists, and they, instead of egging us, threw a bunch of sex ed papers from like maxim.com at our house and ran, or what's the date today? It's June, July 11th. Yes. Is school done? School's over. Because I, I was going to say like, there was some little schoolboy, because there's a school that's down the road from yeah. here, an elementary school. Yeah. Some young schoolboy who's like the suave boy yeah. that like everyone looks up to. Kind of like me when I was in high school. Yeah. Um, and he was like, I'm going to print off these sex papers and show all the kids that I know I know how to sex. Because when I worked kind at... Kind of like except, you did when you were in, high, in school? I did do that, yeah. except... Oh, my God. When I was in high school, I worked at Excitement Video. Mm-hmm. I worked there... At, at 18 years old, I told them I was 19. They hired me and I would download, I would, I would, they would give us two free porn rentals a week, a week, um, or a day, something fucking crazy. Anyway, two, two free porn rentals a day, I think is what it actually was. And I would take them, bring them home, burn them. This was the day of like burning CDs and then take them to school and sell them. Smart. So Smart. I feel like either that or there's some Sex weird sells. fucking Johnny Appleseed walking around Halifax just throwing around the seeds of how to, maybe ha- that's how to impress your doing. lover. That's what we should be doing, maybe. Um, yeah, they definitely look like they were some 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 papers that were... There's no notes on them. Nobody wrote any... Uh, nobody highlighted anything. No. Or, they were just printed off on a computer. Is there any any good tips in there? Any good tips for our listeners? Well, I, I haven't really read it fully, but let's see what it says here. Um, even experienced men make... Oh, so it's definitely geared for men. Uh, even experienced men make rookie mistakes when they have sex with a new woman for the first time, and she's taking mental notes. Oh, God. Um, I'm already cringing. All right. Here's, <laughs> oh, fuck. here's how to best finesse your first time together. Five keys to great first-time sex. Put in the time. The three-date rule is not reliable. 
the majority of women we polled, there, there's a lot of statistics in here oh. based on their poll, said they typically wait eight or more dates before sleeping with a man. She'll drop hints when she's ready to have first-time <clears throat> sex with you. Your green light when she creates total privacy for the two of you. Has she invited you over for dinner and mentioned that her roommates are out of town? Take the hint. Hmm. Okay. Uh, yeah, okay. All right. I, I think I'm good. Is there anything else? <laughs> okay. Pay lip service. Look, lots of kissing reassures her that you're not simply out for sex. Um, then just like quote some therapists. Um, oh yeah, one only one in seven women would consider sleeping with you without a makeout session first. Well, yeah, I should hope so. This one gets me. Um, I feel like you got to test the car before you take it for a ride. You know what I'm saying? Like that makeout session thing. You know, test the car before you take it off the lot. Is that is that what they're saying? Is that is that what the ladies are saying these days? Oh yeah, that's what it says in the small print here. <laughs> yeah. That's what it means. Um, I this is funny. Becca asked me this the other day. She was like, "Have you have you ever had sex on the first date? Like how how often have you had sex on the first date?" And always, I think like almost always. Like the majority of my dates, and not maybe not like penetrative, mm. like vaginal sex, but yeah. um. Some sort of oral or yeah, uh, like almost every single time. But I mean, Becca and I, the first time, the first date we ever went on, we we slept Babe. with each other. Nobody's gonna buy the cow if they can get the milk for free. I, I, I guess I already bought the cow. Yeah, you bought the cow. Hmm. I was hmm. getting free milk for a while there, though. You were. You, you absolutely were. Okay, so uh, so is this stuff value? Is this stuff? Descend can we- slowly. Spend at least fifteen minutes kissing and caressing before moving below. I agree with that one. Many women take about eight minutes <laughs> to become aroused. How the fuck do they? What? Uh, oh, oh, sorry. To become aroused. I thought they were saying many mi- women take eight minutes before they go down on a dude. <laughs> no, that statistic is not here. Use your head. Mm. Um, if you're receiving encouragement, kiss your way down. 52% of women in our poll what? said they want you to spend at least 15 minutes south of the border. Using your tongue, make your first full stroke from her perineum to her inner labia, oh and then God. barely touch her clitoris. Stop. <laughs> Whoa. Let re- her breathe oh. while you kiss her inner thighs, period. Repeat, period. That's one of my moves. Okay, this so... Is, this is... Uh, who wrote this? I don't know. Some magician. Who wrote this? Um, you know, po- have a post-coital plan that yeah. includes cuddling. Um, do you think this... Do you think that this... Um, 59% want a phone call the next day. <laughs> <laughs> do you think that this stuff is value? Do you think this is ha- has value? Like... I feel like I feel like I've had sex with someone who's read this for sure. Yeah. Well, I okay, mean, okay. And then let me ask. Okay. How was that sex? Um, kind of robotic. Oh. You know, like oh, they read okay. a manual on how to do it. Oh wow. I, but I think I mean I'm sure that this is great information. It's a, it's an intimidating thing mm. losing your virginity yeah. and um, or or even not even losing your virginity or or like our the, the the guy who wrote into us that one time who like he hadn't made fuck for quite a long time and he was right. trying to get back into the game. That's right. You know, it's like if you haven't done it in a while, it's it can be nerve wracking. Totally you know? getting back on the getting on the back wagon. on the horse. Yeah, I. Uh, yeah, I think that there's a lot of really... I don't know about this. I mean, just read a lot. If you're going to read 
about how to have incredible first time sex, read many sources. Yeah. Because, um, and you'll kind of get a, you know, develop your own little repertoire. Mm. What did, uh, what did Ian, our Ian Watson tell us? He'd give us a note and then be like, forget about it. Oh, no, I don't remember that. You don't remember that? No. He, he'd give us it so that we went to Brighty and I went to am acting I, school. Am I fussing with you? Uh, no, no, no. He had, a lot of, he had a lot of gems that he would bring up. But I remember he would give us notes. Yep. He would say, all right, here's a note. Here's a note on your acting. Uh, I want you to do it. Like, think about, think more about this and this and this. And then when you, when you hit that, like, that part in the speech where he says this, just bring it down to this. And then, and then you go, okay. And then he goes, and then take that note and just forget about it. <laughs> <laughs> and then he'd like throw it out. And I feel like this is the kind of like... But he you, wouldn't throw it out. He'd gather it up and put it in his mouth and chew on it because he chewed on paper. Yeah. So I feel like this, it's, if you're going to go that route... I mean, I'm trying to think of the, the guy who dropped his papers outside of our house if he did it on, on accident. Did, yeah. And I'm hoping that if he got a chance to read this, that he takes that information, digests it, and then throw it out. Forget about it. Forget about it. Um, okay. But that maybe that was helpful information for someone yeah. listening. I find that, so, like, what are the chances, Bride? It's that crazy. That that shit was dropped outside of our recording studio. Oh, my God. Do you think they're Rob's papers? Oh, God. Don't say that. Don't say that. Rob listens to this podcast. We're going to have to cut that now. Um, <laughs> Rob, if you're listening, I've got Just your papers kidding. upstairs. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let's move forward. Um uh, so another thing that I wanted to bring up, so this is fucking crazy. I haven't told you this, but I kind of gave you a little bit of, uh, a heads up. Something happened while you were away. Actually, it, it's been happening for a, a while now and it got resolved today and it has to do with Becca. And I got, I've, I've get, been given full permission to go into this and talk about it because I feel like it's something that, um, and Becca feels like it's something that. Um, might be valuable for some listeners to hear. Uh, we did a little bit of research and we realized that this is actually like quite a common thing that happens. Did uh, she find out how babies are made? <laughs> so, turns out, yeah. No, um, so so for the last like little while, um, Becca has been, Becca's been asking me continuously. She's like, do I smell bad? Like, mm. does my, am I, does my, does my vagina smell weird? Yeah. And I haven't really noticed. Because you have no sense of smell. I don't really have a sense of smell. I mean, I do, but it, but it's because of the CF. My sciences are all fucked up. And so it has to be very, very strong or very uh, particular in terms of what I can and cannot smell. And so I haven't really noticed anything. Um, but for the last, like for, for the last... It's been like about a month and a half, maybe a little more. Like it was since we went away to that mm -hmm. little tiny home together. Yeah. That this has been coming up. And and she would like get her period and like it would it seemed like it would last like a really long time. And then even after her period, there would be we would have sex and I would be noticing like like blood on my on my dick. Yeah. And in, and she would be like, I think it's just like old blood from from my period, old blood from my period. But this was going on for like forever. So, earlier this week, she was asking me again. She's like, do you smell something? Like, does it smell? I feel like I smell bad. And I was like, babe, I, I honestly, I don't know. So, I told her, I was like, we had just finished having sex. And I was like, let me, let me go down there and give it a good whiff. And she was really hesitant about it. And I was like, let me do it. And she's like, okay. So, I went down 
and it was really intense. It was mm-hmm. a really bad smell. And so immediately I was like, babe, you've got BV. Like you've got BV for sure. This is what Brady was talking about. This is like that hot wharf thing that Brady was talking about. Like that's what it smelled like. Cause it didn't smell like, um, like I've, I've gone down on people and there's been this like very, um, very unique sort of like fishy, like just uh, like stanky pussy. Like that's the, that's the smell. You know what I mean? Like stanky pussy. I, do you know what I'm saying? Well, I, Sort of, but continue with your story. Well, this isn't that smell. Okay. It didn't smell like that. It was a very unique smell, and I could only relate it to, like, what you had mentioned BV being, which is, like, hot wharf. Mm -hmm. Like, that's kind of what it smelled like. Right. So, I said, I was like, you got to go get checked. Go get checked. Go get checked. And so, this morning, I was like, babe, you didn't get checked this weekend. You have to, like, please, just go get checked, because I'm I'm worried about her health. Yeah. Because, again, there was, like... Also, it's transmittable. And and there was blood still. Like this like like dark, dark, like kind of nasty looking blood. But like, I'm assuming it's blood. Mm-hmm. So long story short, this is fucking long winded. She goes to the doctor and the doctor's like, I think I know what's going on. He's like, I think there's a tampon up there. And she's like, no, there's no way. And he's like, no, I'm pretty sure that's what this is. And of course, he pulls out a tampon. That's been up there for upwards of two months. Mm-hmm. And apparently, way, way, way common. Really? He was like, I see this all the fucking time. Really? Yeah. So, Becca, of course, is just like mortified. She said it was super gross. Like one of the grossest things she's ever seen in her life. Um, and now she's like, fuck tampons. I'm She... She was like a little weirded out by the whole diva cup thing because I know that's what you do. Mm-hmm. But now she's like, I'm fully, fully doing this diva cup thing. And she was like, fucking please tell everybody like on the podcast that like that is a thing that is happens. a fucking thing that happens. And here's the crazy thing is she could have died. Yeah, I know. She could have. A- the doctor was like, this is real. This really could have fucked you up. It's I'm glad that you came in when you did, because apparently you can get what's called toxic toxic shock syndrome anybody who's ever put a a tampon in has read all about it because it's plastered on every tampon box yeah yeah it's a real thing and it's not the only thing uh, (coughs) that causes it but that is i've 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 not heard about that before and i definitely don't think it's ever ever happened to me but it's common enough that they plaster it all over the tampon boxes. Yeah, yeah. And common enough that the doctor was like, honestly, this happens all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was crazy because like I was thinking, well, this has been going on for a while. Like, how did I not notice that with myself in, inside you? But I was noticing these differences in her in her vagina. Like I was saying, you feel like there's there's a different like texture. It feels different inside you and we were just we couldn't really like wrap our head around it like we didn't know what it was like she was more like it felt more dry or or whatever but then i was thinking i was like well you know it's like it's not like the tip of my dick is like as as sensitive and as as like smart as my fingertips right it's like if i'm touching a hard wood surface with my fingertips and then i touch like the you know the hard macbook with my fingertips, I can tell the difference. But if I do the same thing with, say, my elbow, I I can't yeah. sense the difference between a hard wood surface and a hard, you know, whatever this is, like metal surface. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, I don't know. Yeah. 
That's why yeah. I probably maybe couldn't tell the difference with my... Or maybe because we're in the middle of having making fuck that I'm just really enjoying it and I don't really care. Yeah, maybe. Oh, poor thing. Yeah. I'm glad she didn't... So, if you're sick. a tampon user out there, uh, take it out. Yeah. For sure. And put it in that little garbage that has the lid on it, which we don't have in the guys' bathrooms. Make yeah. sure that lid's closed. Goes in a little paper bag. Yeah. Oh, is that what it goes? That's what it does. I remember back in um, high school, I had this friend and we would try to come up with the gnarliest insults we could uh, for each other. And uh, I, like I think this. one time, I can't remember which side it came from, but um, you smell like the tampon disposal at Disney World oh. was one that made us laugh for probably yeah. months. That's nasty. Yeah. Uh, okay, well, I know that we we got to mosey along here, um, and we haven't really talked about a lot of sex, but well, we do have a brain boner. Which is, it actually has quite a bit to do with what we read earlier, the first time sex papers. Oh, yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, this email came in. Um, the subject is, question, I'm about to lose my virginity to a guy from the internet. Oh, God. Hi, Jeremy and Bridie. I've been listening to the podcast since its first episode and love it every time. Good thing that I ran out of episodes of the podcast, Guys We Fucked, or else I probably wouldn't look up for you guys. Ha ha ha. But seriously, the podcast is amazing. My favorite one is that one I think it's called Was I Born Gay? Gosh, that had me in tears. I wonder if any people around me experience the same thing. Anyway... I'm a 21-year-old female who lives in a conservative Asian country, but then again, all Asian countries are sort of conservatives. It just depends on the level of strictness of each country has. But when it comes to sex, like all other areas in the world, except maybe Europe, the society I live in are so against it. They're doing it, but they always slut shame the women for it. And I have a bunch of guys that I know who always sleep around and slut shame the women and are grossed out by them. I have to defend the poor stranger they were talking about. I called them a poor stranger because it's unfortunate they got to have sex with a douche like these guys. After that, word spread like wildfire so that the women they were talking to will be labeled as a herpes whore or disgusting slut. It spread so widely, your second cousin could know about it. I couldn't bear to be labeled as that, and I couldn't stop them from slut-shaming women. So I knew that sex is out of the option in this country. I just decided not to date anyone. In result, to this day, I have never had my first kiss, nor have I ever held hands with anyone. Oh, man. However... I'm the horniest motherfucker ever. I really, really, really want a dick inside me so bad. I would trade my Jesus, soul. That is so, like, that is so, so aggressive from never holding a hand to just really craving a dick. <laughs> I would trade my soul just to have a good dick right this second. So, like any lost and lonely soul in this world, I turned to the internet. I googled a webcam chat site. It's so much better than porn because you get to communicate the dirty talk with them, and I love that. Mm-hmm. I also love watching men masturbate. It turns me on so much. Me too. Then, one day, I chatted with a guy after we both came, and we hit it off. We exchanged Skype because then I don't have to go to the site anymore to find the perfect dick I can watch. I didn't show my face, of course, but then we get to chat and chat and chat. I got, I got to know... I got to 
see his face and vice versa. I know that he's eight years older than me, financially stable, a cancer survivor, and he finally said he wants to come to my country to see me. I wasn't scared or anything because I trust this guy. Or do you think I'm too naive? I told him we could never fuck in my country because we would come across one of the people I know and they will spread a rumor about it. So I suggest we go to another country in Asia that's less strict about these things. He agreed. And he's willing to pay for every single thing, even though I didn't ask at all. But he said he knew that I'm a broke-ass fresh grad who is unemployed. So he said not to worry about it. My question is that I know virginity is a social construct thing and it's such bullshit to measure the worth of someone by it, but do you think it is right to just meet a guy (coughs) from the internet and do everything sex-related for the very first time with this guy? We are both so turned on by each other and really care for each other, but I also feel like he paid me for sex in a way, and I feel bad about it. What should I do? Sincerely, I want to fuck so bad. Frowny face. Well, I want to fuck so bad. Uh, I... Man, I think it's awesome. I think it's absolutely awesome. I for sure don't feel like... um, I mean, she didn't really lay out the the lay of the land in terms of what the web service was that she was using. Like, so, so was she a cam girl? Or was she just on like a sort of like chat roulette-esque thing where you find somebody else and it's like, hey, we're going to use our webcams to like get each other off sort of thing. But I mean, if it, if she wasn't camming, then he didn't pay to to have virtual sex with her. And if he's paying to come see her, uh, okay. How about this? Let me throw it to you, Bridie. I know that you were kind of talking about seeing someone who lives in a different province, and they had offered, "Hey, I'll fly you here, and we can hang out for the week." And who knows, maybe sex would have happened. Very likely that it would. Would you have felt that he, that he paid for your sex? Um, I was, I really, that really, uh, I couldn't get my head around that. You couldn't get your head around him flying you there? Yeah. See, I... Because I mean, we hadn't actually, uh, we hadn't actually engaged with one another in that, co- in that way um, in person before. But it had been alluded to... Yeah. Well, and no, spoken to. no, 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 no. But, but anyway, the, it hadn't, <laughs> but it seemed like, like I wanted to bang him, but I also felt like <laughs> if I got there and I felt like, oh, well now I'm exploring this person in this context and it's not really appealing to me that I probably would have just gone ahead and slept with him anyway, because right. I had already been there and I, I would have felt right, right, that's right. that was a fear that I had. And, um, I mean, that's, that's a thing that. I, I know I'm not alone um, in in the terms of womanhood and and having sex with people even when you don't really feel like it yeah. just because it's like just seems like the appropriate thing to do. I, I do think though that I I feel like just because this is something that happened online that it it's it's still it could still be very valid. It could like I the, to me when you read that email, I got really. I got really hopeful right. for our friend here in, I'm guessing it's India. I don't really know. We have, we have listeners in India and Japan and China, but I think it's India maybe. So, <laughs> so um, let's just say it's India. I'm hoping our, our little Indian friend can make this work. And, but here's the thing is that of course you're meeting a stranger on the internet and it's probably not the safest thing in the world to, 
just go to some random fucking country and hope that they meet you there. So maybe like bring a friend along with you. Obviously, like don't go into this alone. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. I mean, I can't imagine there's many people out there who... Are you you hearing that? Yeah. Okay. I can't imagine there's many people out there who had great sex the first time um, or maybe even the second or third time. Like, it takes a while. It takes some practice. So if you're... I mean, I'd... I mean, I would say don't do it because uh, that seems like a lot of... There's a lot of safety issues involved with that, and like, yeah, um, but you can't say don't do it. You can't put a hard don't on it. Really, I feel like, man, this person, this person's. What did she say? She was 22? 21. 21 years old, and she's never held a hand. She's never been. She can't hug people. She's afraid that she'll be called. She'll be slut shamed. Yeah. From just like, like putting her hand on a dude. Right. Man, go get that dick. Go get that dick, but be safe about it. If you want to have really good, if you really want to like uh, um, boost your chances of having a a good uh, first time, then I would hire a really high end sex worker, male, because yeah, they at least know how to do your country. Bits. She can't do that in her country. Yeah, you're right. And what if this guy, you know, like I don't know, she's seen it, she sounds, she says that they've chatted a lot and that things like seem really good. What if this is just a really fucking nice guy? That that really just like... Where is he in, flying from? I don't know. Like the United States? Maybe. To Asia? Maybe. There's lots of people that do that. Yeah. You know? I mean, I know like I know... So I've... Had, and you know about this, but I've had a... I had like a, a, a little relationship kind of going that totally started from the internet. Yeah. Totally random stranger. Yeah. I'm a good guy. They were They were a great person. Yeah. And and that was something that was like really special and really nice. Yeah, it could it could absolutely turn into something really special for sure. I guess it's just my um, it's just my alarm bells, my big sister alarm bells. Do you think you've watched too many uh, too many movies like Taken? I haven't even watched Taken. Well, I don't. Hostel. I try not to watch movies that give me Saw. Uh, visions that I don't need in my brain. My imagination is dark enough. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I guess if you're going to do it, just be safe, like to meet this person in public. Bring a friend. Bring a friend. Bring a friend who also you trust and who also is like, you know, I mean, obviously you don't want to bring someone that you're afraid might start rumors about you, but like you you must have a a super close friend who's like, yeah, I'll I'll, I'll be your wingman here. Yeah. Your wingwoman. Yeah. Yeah. I'm rooting for it. Go, fucking do it. I'm rooting for you too. Yeah. Do the thing that is right. <laughs> <laughs> you should, uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. We, we should, you guys should both fly here and be on our show <laughs> and have sex in our bedroom. Yeah, if it all works out. And, and Bridie and I can, uh, can, can chaperone. If it all works out, nobody goes missing. Yeah. Are you hearing this clicking? It. It's crazy. What the fuck is this? I hope it's not in the recording. Uh, I'm going to have to check the gear. Anyway, whatever. Okay. Um, all right. Well, uh, hopefully our, our little Indian, Japanese, Chinese friend can figure that out. And, uh, and, and if you're listening and you do decide to go on board with this, follow up with us. Please let Please us know. Please do. You're let okay. us know. No, for fuck's sakes, let us know you're okay. But follow, us, follow up with us beforehand and afterwards. I want to know 
I, I'm really excited about yeah, this. Yeah, if now. you need to text someone as a safety, everyone has my phone number now. Yeah, yeah, well, fuck. We didn't even talk about that. Thanks, Jeremy. Oh, no. So for anybody who listened to last week's episode. No, no, no. It's well, fine. no, no, no. But here's the thing is that. You edited it up. I, edit, I, I did, but not before about 1,400 people now have your phone number yeah. because we put it up and I forgot to bleep out your phone number. Yeah. And then Brady was like, Jared, I'm getting fucking texts. And I was like, oh no, I didn't bleep it out. So then I had to re-edit it, re-upload it to Libsyn, put it back up. And now everybody who's downloaded it since then doesn't have your number. Emily from Alaska, thanks for all the great tips on what I could do when I come to visit Alaska. That's actually really solid. Was that someone who texted you? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, she's <laughs> in my phone now as Emily Alaska. <laughs> I was re- I was like, I was typing and I was like Alaska, uh, Alaska. That's a nice name. Maybe well, then that's kind of cool then, right? That's not yeah. so bad. No, it's not so bad. So nine oh two. I'm just kidding. Uh, okay, let's start to this week's episode. We sit down with um, our our good friend uh, Beth. And she is the the quietest, little softest voiced human. Yeah, but so sexy. But so sexy. And actually, after we did our recording, uh, Becca and I went to Folly Fest that weekend, and we spent some time with Beth because she was also there. Sweet. So it was good to hang out with you there, Beth. Uh, we hope you enjoy this episode, and see you next time. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hey, everyone. I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash post. The, the metronome. Of the metronome. That's the sound of the. What's that song? That's the sound of the. Working on the. No. Okay. I have no, I have <laughs> okay. no idea. That is a thing. I gotta Google that. <laughs> I feel like it's a like one of those songs that would be sung by slaves building railroads. 
that's the sound of the thing working on the chain. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, you know. I know that song. What is it? It's the sound of the man working on the train. <laughs> <laughs> I don't fucking know. This what? is the earliest we've ever recorded. So, recorded it. That's am, how fucking tired I am. I am right now. so happy. But I've been up. Uh, what time is it? It's nine forty-five yeah. a.m. I've already been up for four and a half hours. So I've been up for ten minutes. <laughs> yeah, um, this is definitely my time of day. Uh, did anyone have any uh, any sex dreams last night? Uh, I had a dream about you actually. Oh yeah. Whoa. We were, I have all these dreams, and I was waking up from them. But we were sitting in an attic, and like on all these old couches and uh, picture frames, and everything was full of dust, like this thick of dust. Huh. And we were sitting there and smoking a joint, looking out the window. And I woke up and I was like, what? Were so, you guys about to have sex on the dust? That's just my dream. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and like our friend who's a dream interpreter would say, like, you are everything in your dreams. So you're both you and me and the dust and, like, all the ways that you feel about all those things. What's the, like, what is the, um, what's the etiquette on I know that like so I know that usually when you have a dream and you're like wow that was a crazy dream I gotta tell everybody about that dream and then you go to tell everyone and and, and everyone's like oh <laughs> who fucking cares <laughs> but like when you have a really in- intense sex dream and like oftentimes more often than not when I have a sex dream it's not with a made up dream person which like a lot of my dreams are consist of like these made up people yeah. but when i have sex dreams they're very specific people yeah and they're very unconventional people like uh that's not really what i meant but like what i mean by that is like the people that i normally would probably never ever have sex with right yeah like people that i just like it's like we don't have any sexual chemistry or relationship yeah but i always seem to be banging yeah. them in my dreams yeah so what's the what is the what I have is the opposite oh I, yeah you're, oh yeah you're you just you're having fantasy dreams with the people you want to oh, yeah. be doing and then i wake up i'm like i don't think i should say that to them oh so is that what that was my question <laughs> do you tell them and just come real like really close to the mic like like almost touching it yeah exactly like okay. uncomfortably close so i remember relaying one of these dreams when i was um probably 13 or 14 to a girl that was in my dream and i didn't as i was telling her about my dream i realized that halfway through i was telling her that i was dreaming about her topless and i just totally like abort abort (laughs) yeah that's exactly what was going on her face slowly contorting into like discomfort luckily i'm really fast on my feet and i can just drastically change the direction of something you just went ah just kidding anyway (laughs) yeah stopped right before that yeah i just ran i just opened the door and ran away (laughs) (laughs) i never saw her again um well here we are. Hi, Bethany. Ask me something. Do you prefer Bethany or Beth? Uh, I Both are okay. Yeah? Uh, I usually introduce myself as Beth. Yeah. It's pretty and simple. Beth. One quick little... But if I order coffee, sometimes I will tell them my name is Beyonce. Because uh, Beth is hard to hear. It's like, Beth, Dan, Dan. Right. Ah, ah. Yeah, you right. You say Beyonce. Do you feel like self-conscious you're... when you tell people your name is Beyonce? No, I smile. I just feel like... Ah. Because cause they usually smile, too. And then I get to say it out loud. I'm going to start fucking doing that at Starbucks. Because every time I say Jeremy, they fucking write... 
Jerry. They write the, the name. I actually, I love names, but there's one name that I despise, Jerry. and it's Jerry. <laughs> I don't want to be a Jerry, okay? You're I not am a not a Jerry. I am a Jeremy. <laughs> but every fucking time I go to Starbucks, Jerry. <laughs> fuck. You love yeah. it. I'm going to start doing that. I'm going to start being like Bartholomew. Be? <laughs> yeah. Samuel? <laughs> yes. <Yeah, same. laughs> Try and mess that one up. <laughs> yeah, really. Samuel. <laughs> that's a mouth. Samuel's a mouthful if you really break it down. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I think that's why I, so I introduced myself as Beth because I don't like spelling my full name because it's, it's different. And when I say my name's Bethany, then I have to spell it. Mm. Sometimes I just don't feel like spelling. So mm. I'm going to say my name's Beth. I spell my name for people so often, and it's always, every time it comes out of my mouth, I'm like, you say that exactly the same way every time, Mm -hmm. and it's always like, you have to think about it for a second, and (laughs) in two parts, it's B-R-Y-D-E, that's how I spell it for people every single time. I pause between the Y and the D, and then I really enunciate my So they're thinking that your your full name is (laughs) Bri-D. First name Bri, last name D. (laughs) So, Brad, you you, oh, were, you had a question there. You had a question there. It wasn't really Bethany. a question. I was just like expressing that I feel like I I have this feeling of familiarity with you, but I don't know you very well. So mm. then my next question is just who are you and, and where do you come from and why are you the way you are today? <laughs> Go. <laughs> okay. Um, I come. Okay, my mom tells me that I come from a long line of warrior women. Oh, that's super uh, fucking badass. So I'm Mi'kmaq, okay. and I grew up in a Jehovah's Witness home. Whoa, what? I didn't know this. No, I listened to the last episode. I was like, good God, all of the topics that I want to talk about yeah. are being covered. But I mean, you know, I have my own experience with that, and I definitely wasn't like the example mm-hmm. uh, in the witnessery, as I like to call it. Beth, how old are you? Witnessery? Yeah. Oh, cool. It's a joke, but it's 28. Is that a joke? <laughs> I, is that a is that an inside joke for the for the witnesses? No, it's one of my best friends. He would just he referred to it as the witnessery, and it witnessery. always made me smile. Right, like it was like a lightning of it. Um, what else? So you're 28. Yes. And are you? I'm taking by judging the tattoos on your body and the way that you just said witnessery and laughed, you are no longer a Jehovah's Witness? No, but I chose to be baptized um, when I was 19. So I wasn't really following it at all and, you know, go out with my friends and had sex and drank and had all the fun things you do. Oh, you were doing all that shit while you were a Jehovah's Witness? No, I was just a kid. You were just a kid. Yeah. But your, your, your fam... Was so my Jehovah's? parents weren't so strict either. Like, we didn't go three times a week. Right. Sometimes we did, but, yeah. like, not that much. Um, sometimes we would go in service, like, knocking on people's door. Okay. And there were just, like, things that would happen that I was just not into it for me. Mm-hmm. Um, like, a lot of, like, threats of people going to get a gun. You're like, dude, I'm just a little girl. Oh, so you just, wow. like, turn around and walk like, away. When you knocked on people's doors? Yeah. Oh, my God. Connie was telling me that uh, a couple days ago that when she did the door knocking thing when she was back when she was uh, in the witness tree, mm-hmm. um, th- she had a shotgun pulled on her. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. Totally. Because I was like, did you ever have anyone answer the door just naked? 
just come up and like you know like as a as a like oh this will this will teach him not to come by my place she's like no but one guy did pull out a, a, a 12 gauge <laughs> i was like holy fuck you said that you were in a small town too hey yeah okay on like, the south shore oh, okay so as a jehovah's witness Mi'kmaq gal um growing up what was your what was your first sexual experience like um in terms of how do I word this? Like in terms of how you you handled that mentally. Like I know that you know we've talked before about Brady's ex boyfriend, who's a who's like a it was like a staunch Roman Catholic or like grew up in like a Roman Catholic family, and there was a lot of like guilt surrounding sex. What what was the vibe surrounding sex for you when you you were growing up? I don't know. I used to think that uh, I remember like being four and being in service with so it was like a bunch of kids in the car. And be like, I heard sex was this. I heard sex was this. And I, they asked me and everybody laughed. But I was like, it's when the dad touches the boobs and the mom touches the penis. So, like, my parents wasn't, were very, like, isn't that anatomically what it is? Right, yeah. The dad touches the boobs? I mean, that's... It only happens wait. between dads and moms. Yeah. So, it's like, which came first? Yeah. Came the egg. Yeah. It's so, not that? No. <laughs> oh, we, I had a little kid that used to knock on my door when I was in, uh, I was like 18 or 19. I moved to Charlottetown. I was living with my brother and um, his mom. And this little kid from the neighborhood, this little shithead, used to like run over and knock on the door and be like, is Will here? Will he come out and play? And then at, at one point, Will had a girlfriend and he was like, is that your girlfriend? Do you sex with her? And Will was like, whoa, whoa, what do you think sex is? And he's like, it's when you lay in a field naked together. And it's like, well, you yeah. could have read that right out of the Bible, actually. It sounds real fun. <laughs> <laughs> sounds beautiful. Yeah, it does, isn't it? Yeah. Well, you, you said your mom said you came from a long line of warrior women. I fucking love that. And it makes me, I think, when I think about warrior women, I think that that's a very sexy thing. Mm. And so, you know, even though, like, you might not have been... Uh, you might have been given like these anatomical terms for what sex is. Did you like, where does that kind of connection to this like warrior woman side of you live? Um, I think between the sheets. Yeah. <laughs> it's nice. <laughs> well, I just, I totally resonate with, uh, I don't know who you're quoting, but when you say sex isn't something you do, it's a place you go. Yeah. Because there's sometimes like, I, I can't totally recall, um, what happens there because yeah. it's like I, you know i feel like i'm in a zone i've been told that i turn into an animal i'm like I don't that's know, a great i think that's good yeah <laughs> yeah i think that's great yeah um, i think for some yeah i think some yeah. people are like yeah when it grow a tail <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> where's <Yeah>. your mane <laughs> let me grab it <laughs> <laughs> um i know that when you when you applied to to uh, when you reached out to us that, you know, expressing that you wanted to come on uh, the show, you were talking about um, how you would, you were hoping to talk about a couple of things, but one of them was like reclaiming your, your sexuality after, after a traumatic injury. Mm-hmm. Um, what, did you like fuck yourself up on a bike or something? Um, what was the... It was a hit and run. Oh, and shit. I was on my bicycle and broad daylight residential area and a guy just um ran a stop sign but it was like I was coming down the hill and it was my right away so I was I was watching him and then anyway I saw that he didn't look 
and like I knew and I put my brakes on and I let out a warrior call is what I say because then this this her, this mom came out and she got the license plate as he drove away but she said it was my scream that she heard and then she saw the impact whoa so like it hit my entire left side of my body I wasn't wearing my helmet Ooh. and I just bought this awesome helmet that I loved it's just because I wasn't going very far and I just got on my bike and went oh you're so lucky no concussion yeah yeah but my my like pelvis and arm took the brunt of all the what happened to your pelvis um i landed in deer so i like rolled off the hood flew and then landed in deer oh like deer pose yeah. i was like you landed in a in a in a flock of deer <laughs> jesus that would have been so soft that's, yeah or it not. sounds amazing or <laughs> yeah, it depends on, yeah it depends on where you're landing <laughs> uh yeah right so you landed basically like like with your you landed on your butt with your legs kind of like off to the side for deer if people don't know what deer is it's like a it's a yoga pose so like you landed sitting like on my ischial tuberosity there you go yeah that that makes way more sense (laughs) (laughs) i feel like i want to describe it as like landing on your butt and both of your legs are bent your knees are bent the same direction i whenever i'm teaching in i always say it's like you're imitating a mermaid like these, these are this is your oh, mermaid like sitting sort of on one hip with your tail out to one side, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but exactly. there's space between your legs. Mm-hmm. Your legs are not yeah. co-joined. It's always a it's always a good laugh in the in class. So uh, if you're a yoga teacher out there <laughs> and you want to joke in your your in class, like a mermaid, <laughs> so like a mermaid. I like think they're mermaid. all just picturing you dressed as a mermaid. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. So owie. Yeah. Right. Did you yeah. break? That sounds like it fucking hurt. No, but when uh, the mom came to see me. She looked at my body and she was like, you look like you're broken, which makes sense if you don't know that someone's body can move that. So I've been, I was thankful for my, my yoga practice being so regular and like, I probably would have broken something if you weren't so limber. Yeah. Right. Okay. So then what happened? Did you like, what was the, what was the damage that was done? It was, they just said it was soft tissue damage, but I was... Um, I was taken by ambulance on a stretcher in a neck brace, but I didn't lose consciousness at any point. So that was, it was kind of fun. Yeah. <laughs> Did they put the siren on? Oh yeah. Oh, that's the so whole, fun. The whole deal. Uh, and then they, they took me to the hospital and they start poking and prodding and they're like, does it hurt here? Do you feel this? Does it hurt here? And I remember looking at them being like, stop asking me what I feel in my body. I'm in shock. Yeah. I can't feel my body. Wow. This is not the time to ask, mm. right? So they gave me a CAT scan and uh, and no concussion, so all good. And then I went home. So the person I was dating at that time was with me the whole time, which was nice. She was, like, complimenting my side boob. <laughs> she was like, I know you're in pain, but, like, your side boob side right now is rocking right now. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, that's so nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, Laughter is the best medicine, I mm-hmm. believe. But then it hurt to laugh. I was like, don't oh, no. make me laugh. Like... <laughs> Gotta say, side boob is uh, it's pretty rocking. Yeah, under boob, pretty pretty neat too. Much more rare than the side boob, the under boob, but uh, side the under boob. boob if done well. Yeah, it's got to be done well. <laughs> I think I feel like you gotta have big boobs to do the under boob. I think so too. Like yeah. it could be too much though. 
Yeah, it could definitely be too much, but I can't imagine doing it with my tiny little boobs. No, I don't think you. You're. You but would just. I, be, you would I just love, be nipple. I, yeah. <laughs> Under boob for you would just be oh, your boobs out. <laughs> what if you wore like a shirt that just went below your nipples? Yeah, I guess then, so. But like, still, I feel like for a successful underboob, there's got to be a bit of stitching. Like yeah, a there's got to be. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah. the boob has to literally be. Like testing the limits of the, like, the elastic of the, or the, of the fabric yeah. being pulled in a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so um, uh, ha- when it when was it that you realized that this this traumatic um, event had an effect on your your sex life? Sex life, yeah. Like your 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 nether regions, as you will, if um, you will. Well, I wasn't very sexually active after that because I had just started a full-time program. Um, But I feel like maybe it was just in the past few months, like probably a little bit before I messaged the two of you. Oh, really? So this was recent? Like maybe December. Okay. Yeah, because I I started sleeping with one of my friends, and I, I know him pretty well. And it was more like the... I don't know. I just get really intense. Um, I just get like, a really intense desire for like deep, uh, penetrative sex. Um, After when I'm accident? when I'm ovulating. Oh, okay. So yeah. that was happening, and then so I had sex with one of my friends. And then four days afterwards, I had this intense pain, like from the in front of my sacrum, all the way the inside of my pelvic bowl like I could feel the spasm the whole way and it was just on the left side and like like literally like spasming and yeah like it hurt to sit down it hurt to so this is this is post-sex yeah it hurts after yeah it doesn't hurt during Mm. um and then so that was kind of like what what triggered it a lot like I don't have a lot of penetrative sex but like I have in the past um and then I started realizing that, like, it's just happening when I'm having an orgasm. So if I have an orgasm. But the chances of me having uh, multiple orgasms increases if I'm with a person. Mm-hmm. So it's I think it's that, like, constant, like, spasming of those muscles. And you know for, you know for sure that this is, like, directly related to the, the accident? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's like I only need my body's experience to be evidence. Right. Something you said that I want to come back to is you... So how do you identify sexually? Uh, queer. Okay. Um, and what is that? What, what does that... How do you define queer? Uh, it's taken me a bit to say that. And I used to just say that I didn't like labels in most things in my life. And then, you know, I realized that labels help you, like, fall into and root up from an identity. So, like, you know, I'm just going to say I'm queer. Mm-hmm. Um. So I will probably have sex with a man to make a baby. Um, I'm not really opposed to it. I don't... Yeah, I've had, like, mostly sexual experiences with men. But I know that I would much rather spend my time between a woman's legs. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. that's... Like, oh, like, it's... Yeah, I want to be with a woman. Was your first, uh, like foray out there you know in the sexual scene was it were you were you like oh i'm attracted to women i'm gonna go for women or were you like i'm just like at what point 
you know, for a lot of these people who we grow up, you know, most of us with the expectation that we're going to be attracted to the opposite sex. So at what point um, for you did you kind of realize that you were into women? Um, well, I used to play like lifeguard with my little friends and you always have a mouth to mouth situation there. <laughs> I've never are- heard that one before. <laughs> I've heard that, like most women have had these kinds of like very early playful sexual experiences but i've never heard lifeguard before it's a good one yeah it's a good you get one. to be the hero i used to call it house yeah that's what a lot Kiss. of kids called it yeah playing house now or doctor yeah i'm the daddy you're the mommy i'm gonna touch the boob <laughs> and then right mom isn't that how the mom touches the penis <laughs> and the mom touches the penis that's right. i never did the show me i'll show you mine if you show me yours i've never done that i mean like as a child. Yeah. let's do it <laughs> <laughs> today's game uh i had a guy when i was like really young like i just wasn't wearing any underwear and i remember him being like i can see you and we'd be like i don't know what that's a big deal for yeah anyway neighborhood kid that's what it's all about growing up in neighborhoods with kids that's what it's about that's what it's about um birds and the bees so you so you identify as queer and uh, there, and you've had. You said most of your, like the majority of your sexual experiences have been with men. Yeah. But you tend to you tend to but steer I've towards women. Only been in like relationship where there's um, regular sex with women. Right. Okay. When you applied, you also mentioned something about talking about you, you, the way you worded it was really funny because you were like, <laughs> I haven't heard you guys talk about um, plentiful penetration <laughs> and, and i was like what the fuck is plentiful penetration <laughs> like, and then you're like uh, how do i say this fisting <laughs> and i was like oh okay uh is that is fisting like your is that your jam is that no where, oh okay. no um the, it was only with one lover and it fucking blew my mind i just i didn't being feel, fisted no i like had the better part of my forearm you inside of her vagina whoa yeah i was just like while you were talking i was like just checking out your hands well like they're small i can i can slip out of small that if you came across a fucking dick the (laughs) size of your hands (laughs) and the size of your forearms and and, i mean you're not a very you're not a big girl so like that is a that's a big old dick yeah is that an actual size of a dick somewhere in the world? Oh, for sure. I think yeah, so. yeah. There, okay. There's there's a couple guys. I could show you some pictures. Uh, <laughs> you, you get giant dick pics sent to you? Uh, no, I just... He sends them to his friends. I oh, do. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I just... I send them to Brian and Taylor. He makes them their desktop screensaver. There's I a do. really good one if you're like, hey, check out this bottle of wine, and there's a bottle of wine, and there's a big old dick right beside it, but it takes you so long to see that. Okay, <laughs> I watched this Jeremy. video. I watched this video video the other day someone sent it to me it was a um, it, was, <laughs> it was this watch so it's, it's a it's a close-up on, on a watch on someone's wrist and then the camera slowly starts to pan to the right of the wrist and then the wrist sort of changes color a little bit and then the next thing you know you you realize you're actually looking at the, the tip of a dick and the dick's wearing the watch it the but the process of you trying to like comprehend like okay i'm watching what is this, a watch commercial where, where are they going with the camera what, why this, this guy's skin color is really weird oh my god it's a dick like it's just so funny that's literally a brain boner yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah literally um so you fisted someone 
Yeah. Well, I mean, I almost feel like I didn't have a choice. It just kind of like but you were sucked super, me in. You were super you know? into it. Let's, yeah. What you described. Yeah. I've had yeah. a similar experience. And yeah, it was just like going in. Like I'm not even exerting any pressure here. Right. So then how, how does that how does that go down? Like you... Was there was there um, fingering happening? First. Right, but did your partner say like uh, fist me, or did you just kind of like, well, there's two, there's three, there's well, Jesus, four, yeah. my hand, oh my god, my forearm. Yeah, because it wasn't it wasn't like every time that we would have sex. There were just these specific times, um, and we talk about it afterwards because she felt like it was. Uh, she also grew up in like a religious home so there's that shame and but she felt like shame and guilt for accepting and like wanting that much huh penetration like huh. it's there's like That's... a stigma attached to it but but like her her whole canal would go back to its regular size and i could only fit a finger two fingers in at other times like like immediately after uh i don't know Hmm. I don't know if it, like, I don't know, like... Right, so you didn't, like, permanently stretch her out. <laughs> <laughs> it was had it, been done before. Yeah. <laughs> was it often in the same <laughs> position? Yeah. Which position would that be? Oh, um, so this is multiple times. Yep. That you've done the fisting. Yeah. Whoa, super interesting. Okay, cool. Um, well, I'd say, like, her laying on her back, and she was also a yoga practitioner, not the same person that you know. So, yeah. <laughs> Right, we we know we know someone that you dated, right? <laughs> um, but laying on her back and her legs up, and like I would kind of be sitting with my legs around her hips because some you know if you're doing that stuff for a long time, I get uncomfortable, so I change positions. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, and yeah, just like starting, and then it would keep going, and then I remember like I feel like it went like my hand was folded and it went in and then I remember like being so far in and being like I don't know like do I curl my fingers and keep going further right like this was my first I hadn't even like looked up what fisting was I until it, it was happening the same questions <laughs> I'd be like what's going on so I did I like yeah. curled my hand around and, like, oh my. and you don't move there's no moving right there's no it's just no it's action. just like you're staying still and it's the most intense orgasm I've ever seen People so have. she climaxed oh, from it, yeah, and and just climaxed from having it full. Like you know, you, you're saying there's no movement, there's no there's no like rhythmic stimulation. It's mm-hmm. it's literally just the act of filling. Well, if you think about like where my hand would have been, it's like pressing on all surrounds of her G spot, and probably even like like you know the clitoris has a point to it, and then it. And then it like comes around like a tuning fork on along the inside. Yeah. So I just feel like it's right. Like, you're touching just, all you're just hitting all the spots. I just watched this video yesterday. Uh, it's um it's like this little pink animated video about the clitoris and it's in French and uh, it looks like kind of like a little wishbone and it's animated so the, the clit tip the point of it has like a little face on it and you, like you see it responding to like gent being rubbed and and like yeah and so I'm picturing this like tuning fork coming down and just while you're describing the arm being in there I was imagining those tuning forks like her little legs in the video her her little like clitoral legs just like wrapping around your wrist like an octopus mm, mm-hmm. you know, like grabbing on mm-hmm. could you feel the whole like is it a muscle it's an organ it, could you feel like the organ itself have any sort of grip to it i guess it doesn't make any sense like the clitoris yeah or the, 
They, you'd have to be pretty fucking in tune. No, to I could feel like, that. The orgasm was pretty intense. What was that like, like? Like tightening. There's no. I couldn't move. Wow. I was like, oh whoa, my my forearm is <laughs> <laughs> like you scared for your life. <laughs> Because there's a moaning woman. How could I be scared for my life? You give it the warrior cry and the neighbor runs over. And the neighbor's like, girl, you look broke. You both look broke. Shit. (laughs) It was a situation where she had to be quiet, too, which is not like... Oh, wow. So, like, what did that orgasm look like? Like, did she... Pillows in the face. Yeah, right. It's like... Like, like super body vibrating, wow. vibrating. Because yeah, we were just talking about this um, in in our episode, one of our four plays. We we're talking about someone asked about the female orgasm and what the fuck is up with it, and like, what does it look like in different people? Maybe she just needs to be fisted by Beth. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I'm single but not available. Okay, got um, it, got okay. it. Um, yeah. So okay, yeah. So you said like a trembling of the whole body. Yeah. How long did it last for? Uh, a long time, and then like um, slowly, her pelvic floor released and let me out. And then that was <laughs> you can like, go now. Like a slowly, like unfurling of like. Imagine if I had long nails in that situation. That'd yeah. Be scary. yeah, 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 anyway, yeah, yeah. We won't go there. So it gripped you. You were st- stuck there, <laughs> and, then, and then it relaxed, and you came. You pulled out slowly. I'm imagining. Yeah, very slowly. Um, and like you can imagine, the wetness at that point is like very plentiful uh, and she was tremoring kind of like the whole time yeah. and then like we just hugged and cuddled and it's and was there like i know you're speaking on her behalf basically right now but like did she express any kind of um uh residual like aches or pains or anything like that was she like holy shit like having your your arm inside me kind of like makes me hurt a little bit no because i asked i said like yeah. what does that feel like internally for you and she said that she doesn't even she doesn't really it just feels good like everything is good super interesting it's so cool nothing afterwards and so that's like because that doesn't go past your cervix obviously so that's all in uh your vagina and i'm just thinking about um well i lost my train of thought You're just thinking about, like, how is that space that long? Yeah, I guess yeah. so. Because, like, sometimes even with just, like, regular, like, dick sex, I'm like, eh, you're banging against something in there. Have you? Yeah, you felt a dick on your cervix? Yeah. It's uncomfortable. Yeah, like, yeah. And it bruises a little bit. Owie. Yeah. Ow, ow, ow. <laughs> yeah. It hurts my cervix, thinking of that. <laughs> but Does it hurt your time? dick? Yeah. Uh, no, definitely not. Not even no. when it gets banged on the wall? No, it's such a cushiony it's little like, thing. It's Actually, like a you know, broomstick on the ceiling. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> Telling the neighbors to quiet down up there. Um, One time, well, this is a thing that happened between you and I, Bridie, is you had an uh, IUD. I always always got to really say that slowly because I sometimes say IED, which is... um, uh, an, an improvised explosive, explosive device. Yeah, oh. uh, yeah not, not the same thing. <laughs> um, but also probably a great form of birth control, uh, an <laughs> IED. Just shove an IED up there. Okay, enough of that. That's, a, that's sick boy humor. Um, uh, so <laughs> uh, you had an IUD in, yeah. which what the fuck does that st- stand for? Intrauterarian? <laughs> Interuterine? Device? Uterine. Interuterine you. device. It's 9.30 in the morning. So you, you, you had that in and... Um, and it must not have been inserted properly because I would be, we would be having sex and I would be 
um, pushing into the the like the copper screw. No, yes. it's not a copper screw. Well, whatever it's made of, there's like it's metal. There's like a there was like a there's a piece of metal. Or maybe it's plastic. I don't know what the IEUD yeah, is yeah, made of. There is copper on it, but you would never have been touching the copper part. That's way up there in the uterus. You're touching the little the thread mm-hmm. that comes down. Okay, sure. And whatever that's made of, it felt like I was scraping into a little thread of metal. Yeah. Like it was, but but you went to see the doctor and they were like, oh, this thing isn't even inserted right. Well, it it had fallen. I, yeah, because so I had lowered. I don't know even like how do you get it to stay up? Because my my huge dick basically <laughs> knocked, it, knocked it right out of you. I like your hand gestures when you say yeah, that. yeah, <laughs> my, which great. no one could see it, but He's I literally put my arm. Yeah, yeah, the YMCA of my dick. Um, no, but it but it really was like it felt super weird, and like I don't have I don't have a super long dick. You know what I mean? Like I'm not a I I don't actually have like a huge dick. I have a very uh, as Bridie would say slightly above average uh, size dick. And so that's, I'm basically pushing up into your, your, um, well, I guess your, it depends on the angle, the cervix you're talking the about. Cervix. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Right. Yeah. Probably. I guess it depends on the angle. Like how far in is the cervix? I, it's different on everybody. Oh yeah. I guess so. But the epithelial lining, like the tissue of the head of the penis is very thin. So it makes sense. Even if I haven't had an IUD and I haven't felt one before, but, I imagine like it has to be made of a substance enough that Wait, you can check for it. Whoa, right? whoa, whoa! What did you just say? How did you? How do you know what the the name of the the small bits of skin around the head of the penis are? What did you just say? Epithelial tissue. What the fuck is that? How do you know what that is? How do you have it and not know what that is? <laughs> I have no idea that I had epithelial <laughs> tissue. <laughs> Is it contagious? No. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, how do you know what that is? Uh, the the schooling that I just took for registered massage therapy. I didn't know that we what had to learn everything. What kind of massage everything. therapy are you <laughs> learning? But aren't uh, there epithelial... Theor- th- what is it? Epithelial tissue. Aren't they, in, aren't they also inside a woman's body? Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. that's it's just tissue. like the. It's just like a... It's describing the thin tissue. So epithelial tissues. And is that what it, makes the, the glands of the penis so sensitive? Epithelial that, tissue? That would be your nerve tissue. Oh, right, right. The epithelial tissues is isn't that what sheds from the inside of your uterus when yeah. you have yeah cool and wow. when you have endometriosis uh, those of you listening sometimes <clears throat> pretty sure I do um, that those cells also start growing on other places in your pelvis that they're not supposed to grow right they can actually and, grow yes. anywhere some people have it in their in their their throat in their arms it, like it, it can it can grow any, and that's what makes endometriosis so fucking crazy and so painful painful is because those parts of the body also shed those doesn't matter where it is your body starts to think we got to get rid of this well, they and get they get bigger first right there's like a proliferation mm-hmm. so i think that could be painful too. right mm-hmm. yeah okay so you're the fist master i guess um <laughs> but have you ever been fisted no okay and I- do you think that that's something that you would want um based on what you've seen i <laughs> I feel like I get to that point of orgasm without that. But if my body was asking for it and I felt comfortable in a situation, like I, like I said, like I kind of don't really control what happens sometimes. Mm-hmm. I've squirted once and it was like... <laughs> Shocking. 
stopped you in your tracks well it happened ruined the furniture yeah it happened and Brett looked at me and she's like did that just happen I was like did that just happen (laughs) (laughs) I was still gonna learn how to master the like controlling that because I know some women can control that like can make it sure it happens but yeah I I feel like you're gonna pee yeah and it's because like where where all of that liquid comes out of is like a ring right around your urethra so it's like your your brain kind of thinks that it's going to pee because those tissues are so closely related. Interesting. And I know that like countless times I've been with people and they're like, just wait a second, I have to go pee. And you're like, nah, I think that you were actually you're like, just no, getting just let me do this. <laughs> Fuck, I was so close. <laughs> no. That's how I no, feel because like I've never made someone squirt, and it's it's definitely like on my top like list of like things I want to do sexually is like I want to I want to make someone squirt. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely squirm away from it when I feel it about to happen. Me too. Right. Yeah. yeah. Also, sometimes like really intense organ uh, orgasms, I, I I squirm away from too because I'm. It's like it's almost a bit of a fear. I think. Um, like I'm certain I haven't come as hard as I could mm-hmm. have or will hopefully do one day um, because there's a real letting go that's involved in that and like Mm. i've had great orgasms but like i have a feeling that if i could really relax it would be first of all it'd probably just be really fucking loud and because it's it's almost uncomfortable it's almost unbearable yeah okay i had this the other day like so uh, you know as a guy and uh, uh i don't mean to paint a general brush but i think like i can speak for most of us in that our orgasms happen and it's just like like we had it it was great time to go to sleep like that's like that's generally like how it feels um and and so and some orgasms are more intense like you know when i'm having like my my butt stimulated while i'm coming like it's it feels more intense but the other day and i don't even know how this happened the other day i was having um nothing out of the out of the ordinary it was like very like basic normal sex um, haven't had sex in like a week. So just kind of like getting back into the swing of things. And I, um, so be, okay. So basically Becca came and then, and, but I hadn't up to this point, but I was really close. So I decided I'm going to, I'm going to pull out and, and finish myself off. And so I, I pulled out and as I started to, to climax in my hand, like with my hand like on my on my dick uh, my 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 penis like felt like it turned into the hulk you know like you know that scene in 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 any of the like the the movies where where uh was it Bruce Banner is that his name uh oh, fuck I, I, the Hulk, whoever the Hulk is, starts to Hulk out. He like his clothes tear off, and he like gets really big, and it's like just explodes in size. That happened to my dick, and it almost hurt. Engorged. It engorged, like yeah. but like, and I've I've felt I usually feel that feeling when I come to to an extent, but this was far beyond anything I've ever felt, and it was so intense that like I kind of collapsed, and. It took so long for it to go away. Huh. Like I usually like I'll come and I'll lose my erection in a in a like normal amount of time, you know, like a, a minute or two, like it'll just slowly kind of fade away. Mm. But this like I was like, am I 
I've never taken Viagra, but I bet you this is probably what it felt, what it feels like. I don't know if Viagra affects the intensity of your orgasms, but like no, no, I mean the, I mean the, oh, the, the like feeling. the engorged feeling of like I'm, I can't lose my right, like my heart on just stayed for like another fuck. I don't know. My like question 10 is ten minutes. Was Becca ovulating? Uh, well, <laughs> I, that's a good question. That's Maybe, a good question. perhaps. I wonder if we've sunk, up, we've we've synced up yet. You and Becca? Yeah. Oh, probably. Probably. Yeah. <sighs> I have a question. Yeah. That I've been wondering, and I try and look it up a little bit online, but what do you guys think about pheromones and like feeling them and then feeling them in situations where maybe you don't want to feel them or then feeling them and then they intensify and you're like, is this coming from me or that person? Or like, oh, I just Mm. want to rub my skin all over you. Anyway, good question. I really don't know. But I remember one time when uh, when I was young, like when I was a young, uh, like fifteen year old boy who was like re- just starting to like try to talk to girls and, and that really awkward stage. And uh, my paddling coach, we were we we all we we all had a really intense practice, and we were going to go to this dance. And I was like, man, I can't go. I got to go shower. And my coach was like, dude, no. <laughs> don't shower he, I, I think he was fucking with me he's like don't shower because you're releasing these pheromones right now and you are like covered oh in God. this like this scent that is just that women go crazy for and i was like <laughs> in my little 50 year old mind like oh my god he's right so like i just didn't shower and and went to the dance um and uh, that's when I realized what body odor uh, yeah. was. B.O. Jerry. Yeah, B.O. Jerry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know much about pheromones. I, I don't mean, know either, but I do reference them a lot when I'm like really attracted to someone because sometimes I can't figure out what it is that I'm attracted to. But there are pretty... Everybody I've ever dated, I've like this... Putting my face in their armpit is basically... It, like I feel like uh, I can take a deeper breath. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. It just like affects my body in such a way that like something relaxes and I can breathe more deeply. Yeah, I've had the experience recently of like it like hit me in my face, like it like all of a sudden, and I felt it in my pants. Yeah. Whoa. Um, and then I I had to go in general about it because I just did. I was like, what just happened? <laughs> Is it someone you knew? Yeah. Okay. Uh, like, new in different capacity in life. Yeah. So, it was like, a changing relationship, I guess. And I journaled about it, and sometimes I'll go back and read what I journal because it's ridiculous. Yeah. But it's, you know, it's cute. And I was like, I think that your scent was... Um, I'm not going to be as eloquent as I am in writing, but basically, like, designed for me and for me only and for me to smell forever. Like, Whoa what yeah that's intense but it's like did you tell that person uh no not yet you should tell them that in that way (laughs) Uh, read it read it from my journal yeah excuse me i I feel like i'm gonna wait until we have sex first because it will probably happen Mm. yeah and then i can be like tell that person while you're having sex with them Mm. that's i love that yeah pull out the book and read it while you're having the sex (laughs) 
I would like to pause for Let a moment. Let me read my diary while, while we sex. <laughs> I'll practice my line. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I've totally had that feeling. Uh, it's crazy. It's crazy because, you know, Jeremy, you, you'll be like, oh, I smell really bad. Do I smell bad right now? And I, you put your armpit in my face. I'm like, smells great yeah, to you me. Bury yeah, you bury your face. It's crazy. You and do the, love and it. And like the stronger, the better. See, and I'm, I don't feel that at all. Like when, about when you, me. yeah, yeah I know. well, like when, or, or about anyone, like when you have, when you have, when, when I ask you that, I'm actually smelling body odor. Yeah. And when you have body odor, not that I'm repulsed, but I don't have the, the desire or urge to like really pull it into my sinuses as, as fast and as intensely as I can. Huh. And I don't think I've ever felt that. Um, but I, but I have felt that feeling of, of. Be feeling like just like incredibly drawn and attracted to someone but not knowing why, why? yeah huh mm-hmm. well that could be something the same or it could be something different yeah um fuck i was gonna say something the deep it's a deep music. it's a deep impulse yeah it's like a primal mm-hmm. like mm. coming back to that kind of warrior feeling and like what sex is and reproduction and this urge or this need even though it doesn't necessarily correlate with what's going on in your head there's something that's like very deep in your body that Mm -hmm. is also communicating all the time to people yeah scares the shit out of me sometimes i love it very interesting it's very fascinating it's crazy it's like it's like you know when you look at a baby and you're just like or a puppy no i, no, I don't have that no you know, i don't, I don't say, have it with babies either are you gonna say like you want to squish them i get that i, wanna, with, I get I wanna, that with people i like, want to bite them like, i want to bite their babies? cheeks Biting, off yeah. like I've, bite their ears off i've had that about that. flora man i want to i feel really? it so intensely for like anything that's cute i it's a lot of times either the cheeks or the ears i want to bite them off and chew them as hard as i can <laughs> But then I know that that will hurt very much. When I first started the, 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 to date the guy that I'm seeing right now, that was like the first three months were like, how do I eat all of the meat off your rib cage? <laughs> I just want to like lick your bones clean. Like I want, I want like to be picking it out from between my teeth. Like, and it was Jesus. just like, even when I think about that feeling Christ. right now, I'm like my fists, my, my, my fingers curl in like claws and my jaw gets really tight. And I just like... Like that feeling of wanting to eat a steak or something. Yeah. Yeah, it's a weird... My mouth, water, my mouth is watering. I did read an article on what that is. <laughs> they've explained what that what that comes from, but I forget I forget what it is. I'll have to look it up. But there's a, there's a, a bi, um, evolutionary, evolutionary biological... It's a response of some, some type. Yeah, it's got to be. Yeah, yeah, I couldn't understand it enough when I looked it up. Um, we are, we are coming up to time. Is there anything that we didn't hit that you were hoping we would dive into? Um, I really wanted to talk about the pheromones, so I'm glad we did that. I don't know. I don't feel pretty good. This was fun. Can I ask what, just, um, I'm just curious. We don't have to keep this in, but when you say you are single, but not available, is that like a, just like not into dating right now? Uh, well, I just finished school, um, and I still have to study, yeah. so I kind of, I do like to kind of dive into relationships. Um, I think that my next relationship, I don't want to dive so fast and hard, uh-huh. um, cause like, what's the rush if I kind of want to spend my life building with someone? Um, but I guess like, I feel unavailable because 
maybe I'm not and also I have a crush on someone Mm -hmm. but I'm not really ready to explore it but it's kind of being explored yeah Mm. so I'm I'm single but I'm not really prepared to mingle yes and I just like am getting back into masturbating without pain so I don't really want to bring in another person with that quite yet almost Mm. but not Mm -hmm. quite Hmm. cool yeah thank you well let us know when you are ready to mingle and we'll (laughs) pump it out there to to the world to our listeners anybody wants to get fisted (laughs) i have some nudes to send you guys to oh yeah actually i think you you did send us one yeah but i have a better i have like you got a better one okay all right sweet yeah um, Check out the blog post. Yeah, and hey, if you have nudes and you want to send them to us, uh, listeners, uh, we post every week on our Instagram uh, on Sunday pictures of people's butts. Um, Bridie, your butt's up there. I don't think mine is. No. We should probably put mine up there just to make things even. To, to promote your other podcast? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. I can't believe I have two brands tattooed on my body. And one brand, they 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 rebranded. <laughs> That's horrible. Um, well, this was fun. Uh, uh, thank you for coming in. I'm glad we were able to kind of squeeze it in this early morning recording. The crazy schedules. Thanks for fitting me in. It's yeah. nice to be here. Mm-hmm. My pleasure. And thank you all so much for listening. Uh, that is it this week. We'll be back next week with another fun, fascinating, and super sexy episode. Uh, Like I said, we're on Instagram. We do that Sunday Bunday thing, and we do a whole bunch of other uh, fun and wacky shit on there. And follow us on Facebook. Uh, We've got some live shows coming up if we haven't already done them, and that's where we post about our live shows. Mm -hmm. Uh, And they're not always in Halifax. Just a little little teaser there. Um, And... What else, Brian? Oh, yeah. You can find us on iTunes where you can rate and subscribe to our podcast. Rate, review, and subscribe. Leave us a little note about um, how you feel about all this. And uh, and also while you're at iTunes, if you can figure out who sings that uh, man working on the train song, uh, just send us a little update on that. And also, if you have reached out to us uh, via email already and you haven't heard back, just sit tight and be patient. We've got lots and lots of emails to sort through, and this is still a real part-time thing for us, a passion project, so we'll get to it. We're listening, and we're so grateful for all of your um, support. That's it for this week. Until next week. Go fuck yourself. Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. 
For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.